Is it possible to share Jesus with hundreds and even thousands of children who are living in the slum areas of Metro Manila? It's more than possible, and it's happening. Get ready to hear a very encouraging episode on how hundreds and even thousands of kids are turning to Jesus. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. Are you a Christian who would like to make a greater impact in global missions, but you're just not sure how? Maybe you've tried to get involved in years past, but you run into all these barriers, like the language barrier of not speaking that language, or the travel barrier. How can you get to that country, especially now with all these travel restrictions? Or maybe it's the finance barrier of just not having that kind of money. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions. We help you support indigenous church planning pastors at $50 per month, sending them into full-time gospel ministry. Indigenous pastors, they live in their country, they know their language, they know the culture, and they're very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. We do these episodes to share with you the stories about the amazing impact you are having because you're sending these indigenous church planning pastors into full-time gospel ministry. So thank you for your prayers and your support. Today, we continue our conversation with Pastor Leo from the Philippines, our movement leader who lives there. How are so many kids and their families finding Jesus as Savior and Lord in the slum areas of Metro Manila? Let's jump into that topic right now with Pastor Leo. What an honor it is for us to be back with Pastor Leo, our movement leader from the Philippines. And how are you doing, uh, Pastor Leo? I'm doing well, Pastor Mark. Good to hear from you again. Amen. Well, this is an exciting topic today. We get to talk about children's ministry, and uh, we know how the Lord loves children And wow, the pictures I received, the updates of all that God is doing in the slums through the children's ministry, I can't wait, Leo, for you to paint a picture for us of that. And so just kind of begin by sharing with us just how is God using these children's ministry workers in the slum areas? Last time we talked about the church planters, and right. many of them are men, and many of the church planters are women. And and for obvious reasons, there are some places it's not wise for a woman to go into. Yes. Uh, but children's ministry is an area definitely where women are being used in great ways. And so what does just children's ministry look like in these areas? Well, let me begin, too, by saying, uh, Pastor Mark, when we work among the poor, the slums, uh, you can't go there without seeing children. (laughs) It's just children everywhere, Uh, lots of them. Uh, Well, it presents a problem. I mean, the, the, the population explodes almost always in the slums, but somehow uh, the road to the gospel, of the gospel being brought, the children becomes a, a key significant part of the, the whole picture. You know, when Jesus says, uh, uh, let the children, let the little children come to me, uh, do not hinder them. <laughs> of course, it has a lot of meaning. And yet that, that verse or those words of Jesus speak so well of, uh, of what is happening among 
the, the poor places here. And mm. uh, let, I, I'm just going to share that uh, in almost all, well, I'd say all, all our slum areas we w- work in, uh, the children uh, is a huge part of our work. Uh, and uh, now when we talk about women, um, when, or rather, yeah, our women, but when I talk about children as well, uh, we're talking about mothers. So it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a double thing. When there are children, you will be seeing mothers right there in front of you. And uh, yeah. what about the fathers? Well, in, in the slums, uh, in the poor places, it's the fathers who go to work. Uh, so a lot of our workers, when we, uh, the church planners, uh, when we go in the, during the week, uh, many of the representations in the slums would be mothers and their children. But in the weekend, the fathers will be there. Uh, so when we go in the, in the middle of the week, a lot of women are there. And so our women church planners become so significant in reaching out to the mothers. And uh, so their voice, their, their sense of uh, their, their feminine <laughs> connection as uh, workers and mothers are right there. And so it's been so significant that uh, our church planters are women because they're doing that to, uh, to the mothers. But uh, not that the, the men can do that. They, the, the men do that as well. But when, when you, with, with our church planter uh, women workers, uh, they are actually reaching out to the children. Many of them, uh, more than maybe half of them are actually, when we send them, it's almost like they're a magnet for children. You know, like, oh, they yeah. come and uh, they play. They... So this young uh, church planner women, uh, workers, uh, we, we love them because they, they love the children. They love the youth and it just works so well. So that's why uh, uh, it's hard to imagine doing church planning work without without them (laughs) (laughs) amen well tell us about some of these uh amazing women because i've met them i've seen them they're incredible uh just i have pictures of them just serving the lord children like you're saying everywhere around them tell us about julia yeah julia is uh, our worker uh uh i i've met her maybe more than seven years ago and she's just a beautiful heart uh, and sweet uh, person serving the Lord. Uh, she's, she loves giving herself to serving. One of the things that I love about Julie is, uh, you know, the, the, it's almost like a, well, she's single, but it's like she's got a mother heart. And I like that about church planning work. It's like you go and you bring a mother heart to the children. And that's Julia. Uh, she likes to serve. Uh, in fact, the, the picture that she sends me sometimes, like she's always holding a, a, a plate or a big, uh, you know, uh, something that's holding a lot of food. She's doing a lot of our work for the feeding of the children. So uh, that's Julia. And what motivates her as a missionary, as a church planting missionary, is uh, her heart is to really see the young generation come to know the Lord. 
And so it begins with the children. That's how she sees it. Uh, she, she captured that so fast, like to know uh, the, 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 the heart of the Lord, the, the, the hope of Jesus, the life of Jesus begins with those little children. You know, it's like, so she, she just does her work. And by the way, she comes from a poor family. And so mm-hmm. Julia knows and understands what it is like to be a little child in the slums. Yeah. So take a moment and, you know, I know that this is related, you know, just the feeding program that you'd mentioned, we will give you guys extra funds to help with food and purchase oh. of food. So tell how that co- that works together in what you guys do in these areas and how Julia would use that food and describe that a little bit, uh, Pastor Leo. Yeah. Um, one of the most powerful work in the church planning movement is feeding the children. Uh, hunger is a constant thing that is a constant challenge in the, in the poor places. And so when we go in, um, the, the fund that is sent, like what you do, uh, past Mark, I, this is used to, you know, we do feeding almost, uh, I wish we could do it more often, but the, the fund, we need more funds for that. But when we do that, uh, we, we're able to do that in three times a week. And when they come, by the way, they don't come alone, uh, alone but they, someone is bringing them along. And that's mother. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. the come alongside mother or sister, bigger sister, they come along and they, they line up and uh, they, they have their own. They know when we come because they come with their uh, little ball of uh, where to put their food, and when they, mm-hmm. what, when that happens, uh, we are they, we feed them. We have a prayer time, uh, but there's Bible teaching as well. And many times over, that's when mother begins to hear the gospel. And so the entry point of, if I may use the word, the entry point of the gospel becomes the place where we meet their physical need. Amen. And the mother comes and she hears the word and she begins to recognize this is Jesus coming to us. And that's when the, 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 the heart opens. And when we say, can we go to your home? Uh, Or when we walk to the, you know, slum areas are just so, they're just so crowded. When we walk past by her house, she would recognize, Oh, you're the one who were, feeding us the other day mm. and the, the word just multiplies among them. Uh, so that's where the light of Jesus is moving in and in, uh, going in and, you know, going even uh, more inward into their own community. So uh, that, that's so significant, Pastor Mark, that feeding work uh, yep. will we'll have to continue. So very, Amen. very significant. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, that is. And it's, I've seen it with my own eyes and I've just, wow, it's so beautiful. So tell us about, uh, is it Militia? Oh, yes. Uh, Militia is uh, also one of our, oh, just, you know, I have to say this one quick uh, thing, uh, Pastor Mark. Serving Jesus among the poor, I I feel like uh, sometimes we think, they're, we're giving more than 
you know, what we think. But many times, I'm the one receiving more as I Amen. see the, the hearts of the people, but the workers themselves. Militia is one of them. She is a young lady, and uh, again, uh, she's working her way. She comes from the poor as well, and a big part is education. She finished uh, accounting. That's her course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, parents struggle because they say, uh, my daughter, uh, no, work, go and work. Uh, give yourself to help us. And yet here's, uh, here's Militia. She opens her heart and says, I want to serve Jesus. And so that's a real, uh, uh, like a tightrope trust. Like she's trusting Jesus for God's provision for family. Wow. And uh, Militia is, Militia's heart has been so moved when she came to know the Lord. Um, she went to church. Uh, I mean, when she was already going to church, she received Christ uh, and, and prayed to receive Christ early in her life. Uh, she was young. Um, and when she was going to church, uh, that's when she felt the calling of God. Uh, her church is a church where scavengers, and fishermen go, go to. You know, so mm. they're all poor people, poor people uh, in her place. And she just prayed this prayer, Lord, use me. I remember her saying she, she just wept as, as she just, she just knew God was calling her to serve, mm. uh, serve the Lord. Wow. And now she's serving in her team. Uh, she's, she is one of those who uh, just like Julia, she, she is in charge <laughs> of those children. And so uh, doing the feeding, uh, doing the, the teaching, and uh, also the youth, uh, she's, just, she's just a wonderful worker. So Wow. So yeah. when you have, you know, our people are, they're trying to picture this in a slum area, militias going in there. You've got children, you've got youth. How many, Leo, are coming, you know, to these events when they show up and, you know, they're ministering? What does that, what does that look like? On a regular uh, day, uh, it goes from a, maybe 100 to 120 children uh, mm-hmm. one, 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 one morning. But we have several areas, so it, it's a lot of children really coming together. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> so I've seen them. It's, it's and, like – uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, amazing. Yeah, they just show up. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then the receptivity, though. Kids are so receptive, and I know – Militia is sharing, you know, we, we like you said, that first step to provide food and build love and then to share the gospel. And so many kids are turning to Christ, aren't they? Oh, yes, yes. I love, I love, uh, I love seeing them, Pastor Mark, uh, mm. when they, the, the tender hearts of, of children, just, uh, you know, they, they receive Christ and they would hold their hands. I mean, when you say praise, like they, it's like, wow! It's so soft that they 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 want Jesus in their life, and and yeah. just the the mere uh, the mere act of them uh, closing their eyes and holding their hands together, just so moving. How you say God is in this place? God is among them, and so that's really a power. Precious, yeah, really, really so precious. Beautiful. Amen. Yes. 
Well, share with us about Lajessa. I think this is a current, you know, story, and it's I can't wait to hear it, Pastor Leo. Yeah, uh, Pastor Mark, when you talk about children's ministry, uh, the power of Jesus uh, comes in very clearly, and how lots of stories uh, are, are, you know, we hear them a lot of places, and and one of those is Lajessa. She came to know the Lord. Uh, Lajessa, by the way, lives in a slum here in, in, in Manila. Uh, and when she was 11 years old, um, she showed up in our feeding. <laughs> oh, she showed up, she lined up, and there she, uh, she began to see. She just began to see, oh, uh, no, this is some people come, coming to, 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 to feed us. That's just the basic need. It just begins right there. Logessa came to know the Lord Jesus, received him uh, out of that, uh, and started to, to open her heart. Uh, it was just a receptive heart receiving Jesus and began to attend uh, Bible studies. It's almost like you're, you know, you're teaching Sunday school. <laughs> And here yeah. are all the children. And Lajessa uh, was one of them. So she, uh, among all the children, she would be on the older side because she was 11. You know, others would be like six, seven. But she was 11. And uh, this is an incredible story because one day from, from, from her being a, a young girl, uh, she, one of the big things in the, the poor place almost always or all the time is education. And so we helped Lajessa with her education uh, from her, from her uh, high school. And then, believe it or not, even when she got into a community college and she got it done. <laughs> uh, we, we helped her, we worked our way to, to provide scholarship. By the way, that's one of the things that really uh, uh, is so meaningful for a lot of them. And just yesterday, uh, there was a uh, church planning training that we've been doing for almost a year now. And Loges was part of that. And yesterday, guess what, Pastor Mark? We had a celebration, a graduation of our training program. And right wow. there, I was the one giving to Lajessa her certificate wow. of completion of the church planning training we gave for oh, this past wow. year. So here is Lajessa from receiving the Lord in the feeding program as a, <laughs> as a child, <laughs> raising up, yeah. following Jesus, uh, growing up, being discipled, following Jesus, learning about Jesus and and now she's about to go to plant churches. Wow. And she's how old now? How old is she now? Oh, wow. <laughs> she's in probably, her 20s, probably? No, late 20s. Late yeah. 20s. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, we met her really long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so exciting. It's really wow. fun. It's really fun. Uh, That's so it's special. Just, uh, this is it's like... <laughs> if you, if well, uh, pandemic, you cannot hold hands or what. But if you just hug, you say, "Oh, this is Jesus." <laughs> Jesus, right in the middle. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so that's beautiful. 
Yes. You know, Leo, when we think of the children's ministry and all of these workers that we just heard about, Julia and Militia and Lajessa, beyond the $50 per month that we're providing for the church planners, what would be your next greatest need, especially with working with these children and the ministry that you painted for us in these communities? What would be your next greatest need? Well, Pastor Mark, uh, I just want to say that the the help you give, the support you give toward the feeding, that's a basic staple need that we that will keep the gospel going to the many many children that we minister to in the in the poor areas, and uh, uh, that will remain a big need uh, as we wow. move forward. Yeah, I can see that because that's your first step into these communities. You're building relationship. And so, you know, what what you know, what kind of money is that, uh, Pastor Leo, you know, uh, for feeding uh, a group of, say, you know, 200 people, children and oh, parents? Okay. How much would feed that? I would say $100 would okay. feed 200 uh, children. And that will include their mm-hmm. mothers uh, who come alongside Wow. Them. Yes, yes. Wow. What oh. a ministry yes. <laughs> that can be. Oh, yeah. Well, that is uh, an amazing thing. And we're going to add that and make that as a line item opportunity for uh, people to support. Because I think this whole story that you painted for us of the beautiful ministry of what's taking place in these in these slum areas of oh, children yeah. just flocking uh, to to church planters that love them. And it, it's just beautiful. And I can see food and just the oh, joy yes. and love in the gospel, Leo. So this oh, has yes. been a blessing. And uh, we want to we want to continue to pray for this as well. How can we pray for the ongoing ministry of just this children's outreach that's going on day in and day out in just multiple areas? How can we pray for it, Leo? Well, pray for, um, you know, one of the things that has become a struggle over these past two years, I mean, one year particularly, is uh, our situation where when there's a lockdown, it's uh, it's just hard. Mm. It breaks my yeah. heart because uh, one is uh, our church planters would not be able to go in because they uh, when the lockdown is happens and say can't go in and people are also not allowed to come out. So it's like, wow. this is not right. Uh, so I struggle personally with that. I'm, I'm opening my heart to you. Pastor yeah. Mark, this, this is just a challenge. And we share that as uh, church planters. What, what do we do with this one? So pray for yeah. that because uh, yeah. hunger, hunger is one, uh, one big thing. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just right in front of you when we talk about wow. working among the poor. And uh, yes. second prayer would be uh, in the children's ministry. Uh, yeah, pray for the work of uh, you know the spread of the gospel. Really, is incredible among uh, the poor places that sometimes you know it's like uh, you know Jesus talks about. Uh, the parable of the sower where uh, there's a hard soil, but there's a soil that's so soft for the gospel. And those are the children. And so I say, Mm. this is the prayer where you say, Lord, reach out to the children. 
Pray for our workers who, who reach out uh, to the poor places, the, the slums, uh, because they, it, it's also hard work to prepare food. <laughs> yep. it's, it's yeah. When children are all lined up, it's like, you got to be there yep. early, cook the food. <laughs> And uh, carry yeah. the the pans. The, the <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of carrying because sometimes you have to w- walk in, and, and uh, when it's raining, it's it's a uh, it's challenging. It's the the yes. roads are muddy. It's challenging. So pray for our workers wow. when we do that. Uh, we will then, we will join you yes. in those prayers for oh, yes. access openness. Oh, you yes. know, God will open the doors for ministry to continue to ha- happen in these areas, and also for that gospel openness. And Amen. yeah, this has been just uh, a beautiful session, Pastor Leo. Thank you for sharing your hearts. Uh, we love our brothers and sisters, these church planners that continue to go into these areas, and especially this session with children. Like you said, let the children come to me, Jesus said, for to them belongs the kingdom of heaven. Amen. God bless you, Leo. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Mark. God bless you too. Thank you, Pastor Leo, for sharing with us how God is at work in the lives of so many children and their mothers living in the slum areas of Metro Manila, and how God is especially using women church planters and the food outreach ministry as a way to communicate God's love and then to share the gospel with hundreds of families. I can't help but think about Jesus and how Jesus fed the multitudes. That's physical ministry, right? And then he shared the gospel, that's spiritual ministry, with thousands during his public ministry, And this is what is happening today in the slums of Metro Manila. And we just heard of so many stories of how moms and their kids are responding. They're coming to Jesus by the hundreds. Then they go home and they share Jesus with dads and families are turning to the Lord. Here's your action step of the day. Support a food outreach. As you just heard, $100 supports an entire outreach. It feeds 200 kids and their mothers and gives these women church planners the platform to share God's love and present the gospel. These food outreaches, they're ongoing in the work of church planning in the slum areas of Metro Manila. Maybe God is speaking to you about supporting this very tangible area of ministry. If you want to support a food outreach, just go to 360serve.org, give to where most needed, and then write in the comment line, Food Outreach Philippines. 100% of what you give will go to one of these outreaches. What a difference this will make in hundreds and even thousands of lives. Thanks for joining this episode. I pray you've been encouraged and inspired by what you've heard. Join us in our next episode as I ask Pastor Leo to share with us some of the greatest miracles he's witnessed over the years of serving the Lord. Get ready to hear how God provided something as simple as rice to a woman who was in need, and even how God did a miracle in the life of someone who was shot in the back, and several other miracles Pastor Leo will share about as well. Prepare to be encouraged. You don't want to miss our next episode. Until then, may the Lord bless you.